And bump the mat listeners, what is going on? This is your host, once again, going to host another wonderful segment, another episode of Bump the Mat. So if you're listening on Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Breaker, and Radio Public, again, like I start off with every segment of my podcast, I just want to plain out simply say thank you, because without you, I wouldn't have 72 listeners right now, and as I was sitting there talking to my boss the other day, I said, it's so weird to sit here and say two weeks ago that I had 24 listeners, and I told you guys that I want to make it uh, a 48 listener podcast, and and then add another 24, and then on, on and on and on, so for me to get up to 72 or 79 or whatever it's at now, listeners, that's because of you guys, and I just want to say thank you, and it, it means a lot to me, but moving on, moving on, talking about Monday Night Raw, Raw being hosted from none other than Des Moines, Iowa last night, 422-19, so Monday Night Raw kicked off the show with your Universal Champ Seth Rollins and Triple H standing in the ring, Triple H just plainly said, look, there's going to be Two triple threat matches, one involving Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and AJ Styles. The other involving Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and The Miz, I believe. Yep, The Miz. And the winner of each of those matches is going to face off against each other at the end of Monday Night Raw. And that's going to be, the winner of that match is going to be your challenger at Money in the Bank. So... With that said, we're going to move on to those matches. So first triple threat match, like I said, it was Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and AJ Styles. Very good match. All used to be SmackDown guys. Kind of figured that's why they put them together. You know, if if Drew McIntyre would have been in this match, it probably would have been not as entertaining. But all these guys are used to fighting against each other on SmackDown. So that's kind of why I think that's why they put them together. But AJ Styles ended up winning the match, he was going to go on and face the other winner we'll talk about later in the other triple threat with The Miz, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. So, up next, it was a women's match, very short match. Um, I kind of, it kind of seemed like I batted an eyelash and this match was over, like I blinked and it was over, but it was Naomi and Billy Kay, one half of your, uh, women's tag team champions and sorry I'm stuttering so much or taking a little bit of a pause but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to recoup from a uh, what the nurse practitioner said a, a uh, trapezius muscle strain in my back so if it seems like I'm catching my breath and I'm saying I'm um a lot that's why and I'm sorry for for doing that but um Naomi ended up winning the match against Billy Kay so I don't know what's going to happen there it just kind of seems like they are just getting Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, uh, the, the women tag team champions, some time on TV and, and maybe some time to, I, w- I would say, bulk up, but get better in the ring. 
But before we go on, I would like to say thank you to everyone once again for listening to me. And if you've heard me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, and Pocket Cast, once again, thank you. And it, it, it can't be said enough on my end. But again, look me up on uh, on Twitter at Wentz Jamie, that's W-E-N-T-Z, or you can find me on uh, Facebook at Ralph Wentz, YouTube, again at Ralph Wentz, and that is W-E-N-T-Z, not W-I-N-C-E or W-Y-N-C-E that I've actually gotten before, so W-E-N-T-Z, that is my last name, and Ralph Wentz on Facebook and YouTube is what you will find me, and on Twitter at Wentz Jamie, so drop me a comment, shoot me a message, you can also send me a friend request on Facebook, either on my Facebook page or on my group Facebook page, which is also called Team WWE OBX. It's me and a bunch of guys, me and a bunch of friends created this group, and we pretty much do character promos and post WWE-related stuff. So if you want to check it out, go check it out. I encourage you to do so. The videos are funny. Send us a friend request, and either one of us will accept you because we're all founding members of that said group on Facebook. So, moving on to the second triple threat match that Triple H did say that Seth Rollins should be paying close attention to was The Miz, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. Now, shockingly, and I am not a Baron Corbin fan, but shockingly, Baron Corbin won this match. Some of you may be, I just not, I don't get it. I think he's an awesome heel, don't get me wrong, but as a, as a main eventer, as why they keep putting him in these matches, I just don't understand because if it was me, honestly, and I texted my buddy Justin, who's actually got his own podcast over there at WWE Mentality, you should definitely go check him out, but I was texting him last night and I said, you know, if... If I were WWE, I would have Rey Mysterio win that first triple threat match and face The Miz, let's just say. It was either The Miz or Drew McIntyre were my two winners that I had originally had thought were going to win. But I would have Rey Mysterio win, go against The Miz at the end of the night, and have Rey Mysterio face Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank. Because what ended up happening later on, and we'll discuss it more, is that Baron Corbin ends up winning. That means he's facing AJ Styles at the end of the night. So like I said, we'll move on. And I will tell you why I would rather have Rey Mysterio uh, than the actual winner. And I will discuss that. But after that, Sami Zayn came out once again talking a whole bunch of crap to the crowd. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to give him a heel push and, and build him up and see what reaction they get from the crowd. But in this day and age... I kind of feel like talking just isn't enough. Doing heel promos just isn't enough anymore because the universe, including myself, doesn't want to hear people talk anymore because people can't talk anymore. Drew McIntyre is Scottish. He has a Scottish accent. He gives probably one of the best heel promos in WWE right now. And I'm not making this a a race thing or a any other kind of thing. I'm just plainly saying that a Scottish superstar who has a Scottish accent 
is giving better heel promos in general, better in general, better promos than any superstar on the roster. People do not want to hear the superstars talk anymore. They want to see them fight. And that's what Drew McIntyre does. He goes out there and puts on a show. He really does. And again, I'm not rooting for the guy. But as a heel, I'm rooting for him. So he's one of the best there is right now. And, and, and sadly, I think that's going to stay true. But anyway, Sami Zayn came out, talked a bunch of crap. Crowd responded as you would expect a, a heel disrespecting the crowd in uh, in Iowa. So, I mean, uh, I don't want to hear him talk anymore. I want to hear him attack somebody. I, I want to see him attack somebody. I want to see him uh, viscerate somebody. He needs to be in a fight, and it doesn't need to be a match. It needs to be a fight like him and Kevin Owens used to have. That's what Sami Zayn needs. He doesn't need to come out and talk. He needs to come out and fight. So, Sami, if you're listening, get in creative Get on somebody and, and just have them go out there and, and get you in a fight. But he's building heel, heel status. So, again, I understand at the same time. So, Cesaro. Cesaro actually is on Raw now and the bar is broken up. Due to what I understand, Sheamus has some concussion issues and is now not able to compete. Kind of like, I guess, what Daniel Bryan's related issue was way back in the day. I say way back in the day, it was a couple years ago. A couple years ago where he had a lot of neck and a lot of headache issues or a lot of concussion issues. So I'm, they moved Cesaro to to Raw to, to face Cedric Alexander in this point. And Cesaro actually you know, came out winning. And I, again, you're going to see another heel Cesaro. So he puts on good matches. That, you know, I, I root for the guy. Um, if any of my listeners can please tell me what, and excuse my language, what in the hell just happened to Bray Wyatt? I thought, I really thought WWE was going to win this character out. They were really going to trick us. And in fact, they, they did trick us. But I meant trick us in a way that, you know, the first Bray Wyatt was creepy, right? The first Bray Wyatt was very exciting to watch. It was a slow-talking Alabama boy, Louisiana boy down south. Got that little slang to him, the creepiness to him of, you know, Bourbon, you know, Bourbon Street, Louisiana backwoods. It was kind of that feel, to where it's just like voodoo all over the place. And now, this is what you're gonna stick us with. So let me give you what I think should happen. And I'm only going to hit on this really quick because it's an inter- it is interesting. I'm not saying it's not. It's very interesting. So, <laughs> they show these vignettes and they show these promos or these videos for like three weeks. These creepy little dolls, uh, the little mask-looking doll, or not mask, the little saw-looking doll. I mean, it- it's creepy. Right? And you're watching, like, we know that's Bray Wyatt. It has to be. But it's not the Bray Wyatt you want it to be. Bray Wyatt introduced what they call the Family Funhouse. 
hmm, at first look, I, I say, no, absolutely not. You've got to be kidding me. Bray Wyatt is too talented on the mic, too talented in the ring, and this is what you stick him with. Now, again, I'm looking at this as the whole two-minute or three-minute promo Bray Wyatt did, so I'm not looking further into it right now. But if I were to look into it, this is how I would play it out. I would keep this character for a while. Let's just say till December. WrestleMania season. And then, here's an interesting twist. And let me know, listeners, what you think about this. Bo Dallas enters the picture. And Bo Dallas is the is the creepy Louisiana hillbilly, you know, Wyatt family type. And he turns Bray back into that kind of type. And that is what I would want to happen. I would actually want to see those brothers because they're actually brothers in real life. The guy who did the IRS thing was is their dad. I can't remember his name right now, but he did the IRS thing. So for them brothers to finally team up, I've been waiting for that for a while. So I would love to see Bo Dallas go back, grow a beard, grow some long hair, and, and turn into the whole Wyatt family type persona and then turn Bray back into that. That would that would honestly be a good storyline. I would love to see. But moving on, NXT champs, tag team champs, I should say. The now Viking Raiders. Last week it was the Viking Experience. The week before that in NXT, they were the War Raiders. So I'm guessing they didn't get a good review on the Viking Experience name. But the Viking Raider, Raiders attacked Lucha House Party. Not much on that. That's all I'm going to say. Although, I think the NXT Tag Champs, the Viking Raiders, are pretty, excuse my language, badass. And they're very good in the ring. Becky Lynch versus Alicia Fox. Not going to say much about that. Other than Alicia Fox, you need to stop wrestling and get out of the ring and save yourself. So, the now Robert Roode versus Ricochet. Now, all you know, all you guys know... All my listeners know I am high on Ricochet and I'm high on Aleister Black. Although I don't believe Aleister Black was out there with him. It was a singles match. And now I do believe Aleister Black is actually going back to SmackDown with his wife, his now wife, Selena Vega. So we will see Aleister Black on SmackDown now. So unfortunately that team didn't work out. Two very talented dudes. And hopefully in the near future, we will see title belts on on one of them, if not both of them. So, the now Robert Roode versus Ricochet, Robert Roode won that. I'm digging the porn stash, honestly. I ain't gonna lie. I'm digging the porn stash. But, <sighs> Robert Roode, we'll see. I mean, still up in there. Very talented guy, I think, in the ring, on the mic. We'll just have, We'll just have to see. Now, getting on to the last match of the night. Now, remember going back in the podcast that I said you know you had two triple threat matches where uh, AJ Styles won the first match against Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio and Baron Corbin won the second triple threat match against The Miz and Drew McIntyre. Now, AJ versus Baron Corbin at the end of the night, the winner faces Seth Rollins in Money in the Bank. So, 
here, here's what I say about that. I would never push AJ Styles against Seth Rollins this early. I would have had Rey Mysterio win and face Baron Corbin, and then Rey Mysterio beat Baron Corbin. Here's the reason why. If you pay attention to WWE like I do, you will find out and have noticed that dream matches are very far and few between, but with people like Seth Rollins and superstars like Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, you don't want to push that match too soon. And in my opinion, pushing this match to Money in the Bank, which is not a high-profile pay-per-view, is too soon. I would have had Rey Mysterio win, faced him at Money in the Bank. That way you can prolong this AJ Styles and Seth Rollins feud into SummerSlam and possibly survive a series or even Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. So for them to put AJ Styles against Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank, not a smart idea. Let's just hope... Let I want to hope that maybe that match gets interfered at Money in the Bank and they can push this whole... push another storyline to say, you know, I never got to finish you at Money in the Bank. I want my I want my singles match. And, and maybe they go there, but I just think... AJ Smile, AJ Smiles, AJ Styles, excuse me, and Seth Rollins is just too quick, too fast, and I think it needed to wait. But that's pretty much all I have for you right now. It is 8:36 Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't already tuned in to SmackDown, it's 36, 37, 37, 37 minutes past eight o'clock. It's been on for 37 minutes now. It is on USA Network at 8 o'clock. They are hosted in Lincoln, Nebraska tonight. So I will be back Thursday. And I've got to tell you, I have switched up my schedule at work. So this podcast might actually be on every Tuesday and Wednesday now. So I really haven't got it all figured out. But I I feel like maybe Wednesday, since that's going to be my day off, will be more acceptable time to to get it in so it might be a tuesday wednesday now but right now for the near future it's going to say tuesday and thursday so i'll be back on thursday to talk about smackdown and what's going on there and i mean give you the rundown on that but i'm your host ralph wentz with another wonderful edition of bump the map I hope you enjoyed it. It was quick. It was fast. It was in a hurry. I'm drinking my Mountain Dew. I'm in my truck watching my wife look at me all weird. But this is really the only quiet place I get to do it. So when you have kids and you have a life, you got to find places to get some quiet time. But I'm out of here. I'm going to take the flight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and just just continue to do it. If you continue to tune in, I will continue talking wrestling. And if you don't continue to tune in, I'm going to still keep talking about wrestling. But y'all have a good night. I'm out of here. I'll talk to y'all on Thursday. Later.